Tate Publishing and Enterprises, along with Tate Out Loud Audiobooks, presents Costly Freedom, written by Terry Webb and narrated by Josh Kilborn. Sam Returns Scenes of blackened fields, broken wagon wheels, and discarded cannons and rifles flashed through the train windows. The rumbling of the train wheels sounded like the thunder of the far-off cannons Sam had heard three years earlier. A shudder went through his body. He thought he smelled gunpowder. Sam pulled down the shade so as not to see, not to remember. Then he squeezed the latches on each side of the window. The window dropped suddenly. Bam! Sam slid out of his seat and dropped to the floor, covering his ears. Was that gunfire? He was so tired and scared, but he held it all inside, trying to act like an older brother was supposed to act. He hadn't been able to get much sleep in the four days and nights. He and his family had been traveling from Canada, back to their home in Georgia. They had left under General Sherman's orders when Sam was only eight years old. Now he was almost twelve years old. Scenes outside the train window got worse as they approached their former home. The train slowed and stopped. We're here! John and George, two of Sam's younger brothers, leapt up out of their seats and ran to the end of their passenger car. The conductor held out his arms and stopped them. Go back to your seats, boys. Train just stopped to wait for broken tracks up ahead to be repaired. We'll be stopped here for an hour or so, the conductor said to Sam's father. You can take your youngins outside, but stay close to the train. It's not safe if you go too far away. Sam, you go with Emily and John and stay together, Papa said. I'll take George and Ernest with me. Sam held tightly to his sister with one of his hands and John with his other. He followed Papa, who walked briskly ahead along the right side of the track toward the caboose. A small group of dark-skinned men, huddled together around a fire, looked up when they saw Sam's father. Two of the men gathered their torn blankets around their shoulders. With outstretched arms, hands holding tin pans, they called out to him. Can you give us some food? Papa shook his head. The hungry men ambled over to the conductor standing by the train steps and held out their empty pans to him. Sam heard them plead, Please, we starving. The conductor pointed toward the front of the train. Go help him fix those train tracks and then we'll feed y'all something. Sam saw three white men in faded and torn blue uniforms come around from the other side of the train. They leered at Emily. Papa stooped to pick up some stones from the railroad bed and held them in his hand. He stood tall as tall as his six feet could go, and clutching the stones, crossed his arms across his chest. Between his teeth, he said to the three men, Don't you dare take another step forward or I'll throw these stones. He turned his head and whispered to Sam, Emily, John, and the younger boys, cowering behind his legs. Children, go quickly. I think our conductor wants you back on the train. Sam dropped Emily in John's hands and grabbed George and Ernest's hands. The four of them scurried as fast as their legs could manage back to their passenger car. Words tumbled over each other in locomotive speed as they tried to tell their mother what they had seen. Read to your brother, Sam, Mama said after listening to their descriptions of the scenes outside the train. Emily, you watch the little ones while I join Papa. Sam opened the book and started to read to his siblings, who by now had gathered around him. He wished they'd stayed in Canada, where he felt safe. 
even while his voice read the words on the page. His mind wandered back to that day three years earlier, when they'd all been herded by Union soldiers into a freight car with their belongings. Mama and Papa returned when the conductor called, All aboard! As the train picked up speed, Sam fell asleep with the book on his lap, and the bad memories came rushing back. Flashes of lights, then darkness. Train wheels clackety-clacking. Ernest and John crying. Cannons booming. Couldn't stop my body from shaking. Still heard the shots even with my hands covering my ears. Felt Papa pushing me down onto the floor. Down. Down. A scream bubbled up in my throat. Felt Papa's big hand over my mouth. Wanted to throw up. Sam! Sam!